step inside the forum and you enter one of the most expensive pieces of real estate in all the sports. And here in Los Angeles, the evening, all roads lead to the forum. It is the hottest ticket in sports. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the NBA League Pass podcast, only on the Warport Radio Series. We got a special pilot episode, aka the Forum, for you guys today. Popping off, man. Today is April thirteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Man, we made it all the way to April thirteenth, two thousand and nineteen. We are uh, at the very start of the NBA playoffs. You know, I wanted to start this podcast on a day like today, simply because. Um, Nobody really cares about the NBA or is paying attention to the NBA per se until the playoffs happen. And today is the first day of the NBA playoffs, so shout out to that. Um, where have I been, man? I've been working hard. Uh, I actually moved to Atlanta to work for NBA TV. I think I stated that on my last podcast intro. So um, we're finally done with the regular season. Um, we are recording live right now in my bedroom right now. Um, yeah, man, we moved from all the way from a home studio in Newark, New Jersey to broadcasting in a bedroom in Atlanta, Georgia. No video podcast for this one because this is a pilot episode for the forum, which is an idea that I had for a long time. I wanted to bring to you guys. So the idea behind the forum is you take um, this historical arena, you know what I mean, called the forum in Los Angeles where the Lakers used to play, you know what I mean, the Magic Lakers, the Showtime Lakers, um, and caught a little bit of early Shaq, early Kobe, um, you know, uh, the late 90s, you know what I mean, until they moved into the Staples Center, um, and also, real quick on the Staples Center, I will mention R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle, he just was laid to rest yesterday at the Staples Center, um, so, I know that's all present and on our minds, so I just wanted to open up the podcast by saying R.I.P. Nipsey. Uh, he's on forever in our hearts, and uh, with that being in mind, you know what I mean, it's important that we start this uh, NBA League Pass podcast thing back up. You feel me? Get it popping. You feel me? So what's on the agenda for the NBA League Pass podcast today? You know what I'm saying? You got the NBA playoffs kickoff, and uh, let's just talk about the bracket and some headlines. Um First of all, the headlines uh, right now, prevalent right now in the NBA, is uh, Magic Johnson steps down from the Lakers as president of basketball operations. Then you got Luke Walton uh, uh, in the Lakers agreeing to part ways. Uh, so that's really prevalent right now in NBA talks. Um, the Pelicans just hired uh, David Griffin, the former Cavs GM, uh, to be their president of basketball operations. You know, I figured, I guess they figured. Um, you know, you got LeBron, he, he's got experience with LeBron leaving, so, you know what I mean, they kind of want to soften the blow for Anthony Davis leaving New Orleans, so they hired David Griffin from the Cavs. Um, what else is going on in NBA headlines, man? Yeah, that pretty much, and 
the playoffs, man. So let's talk about the playoffs. I just completed my $1 million bracket challenge on NBA.com. Oh, before I get into that, sorry about that. Before we get into the playoffs, let's talk about NBA TV first year. So what have I been up to for NBA TV? I know um, working for the NBA has been a dream come true for, for me. Um, so it's really crazy how it happened, but I guess I'll get into that on another broadcast of how I work for NBA TV now and uh, what I actually do there. Um, we could get into like what I've been up to with NBA TV in my first year there as a highlights logger. So what is a highlights logger? We get paid to watch the games. We don't get really paid to analyze the games. We get paid to watch the games and make sure that there's a highlight reel after the game. So a lot of people don't know that. Um, a lot of people don't know what goes into highlights. Like, for example, say uh, NBA TV and NBA on TNT are pretty much the same thing. You know what I mean? I've pretty much leveraged the War Report radio series thus far and the success that I've had uh, pretty much executive producing my own show and uh, scheduling interviews, uh, editing my own clips, putting out my own work, uh, you know what I mean? In there somewhere there's an executive producer, there's a producer, there's an editor, you know what I mean? There's a coordinator, all of that stuff, you know what I mean? Creative director, whatever you want to call it. I've been doing that kind of through my own platform, through War Report radio series, through warreport.com. Uh, through all of my social media handles and everything that I've been up to. So pretty much I've leveraged that into a position with NBA TV. Um, however, it required me to move from my hometown in Newark, New Jersey, where my first home studio is. Uh, and I say first because there is a second one coming here in Atlanta. It just hasn't opened yet. Um, so I had to leave my first home studio in Newark, New Jersey to move to Atlanta to work for NBA TV. So that's what I've been up to. A lot of people know that about me already, but if you didn't know, I'm just going to explain it right now. Um, in this 2019 version of the NBA League Pass podcast, we are back, baby. Okay, so back to what I do for Turner Sports and NBA TV and NBA on TV. Uh, NBA TV and NBA on TNT, sorry. So anytime you see a highlight reel when, uh, like, say whoever's in the studio um, that day or Whoever's hosting, whether it's, uh, I don't know, let's just go on TNT nights, right? You got Shaq in the building, you got Charles Barkley in the building, you got Kenny the Jet Smith, you got Ernie Johnson, and during halftime and during after the game, you know what I mean, inside the NBA, they're going to highlight reels to show the rest of the world what just happened in the game. Like, so if you missed the game, you could go to them and check out the highlight reels. Um, so I'm pretty much producing highlights for the NBA. So like um that and dot com. So like there's the TV component of where the highlights go after we're finished and then there's the dot com side uh that is also uploaded. Like the same video that you see on TV is gonna be uploaded on dot com so that the rest of the world if they don't have league pass and they can't watch the game, they can check out like a one minute to thirty second uh one minute thirty second to two minute video on the highlight reel of the game and what we felt were the best plays of that game and it's not just about what's the best plays of the game it'll be interesting it's interesting to find out that it's actually the storyline of the game so like say if something happens in the uh first quarter right but they're down by 10 you know what i mean if it's if it's not that spectacular even though it's a good decent play um 
that I got to witness, you know what I'm saying, or get paid to watch, it may not make the highlight reel because it, it, it's, it's inconvenient or it's not significant enough to the storyline of the game. So that's one thing that you learn from being behind the scenes, working for NBA TV, working for NBA.com. And I'm not going to lie, man, it's a huge blessing for me. It's a huge win. Um, I'll probably be releasing some uh, photos and videos of my work on Instagram, on social media, because I haven't really shared it that much on social media other than my IG story. So only my real friends and my real supporters and real followers that check out my stories really know what's going on with me. And uh, because I haven't really dropped anything on uh, Instagram as far as content and months you know what i'm saying sorry about that but just kind of been going through life living life you know what i mean enjoying my victories in real life before i share shared on social media uh but that being said the regular season is over the nba playoffs is uh pretty much active right now as i'm recording this right now the brooklyn nets are finna tip off with the sixers so we're gonna get right into the playoff bracket man my one million dollar bracket let's bring it up man let's bring up some uh media.com NBA playoff bracket real quick on my computer. We're going to talk about some NBA stuff. Alright, so we got as far as the games popping off today, we got the Nets uh, in Philly tap, tapping off right now at 2.30pm as I'm recording. This is about April 13th, 2019. Uh, it's about 2.30. The Nets are about to tip it off at Philadelphia at the Sixers. I got the Sixers advancing um, I think that's going to go a seven-game series, but I got the Sixers advancing. The Nets, you know what I mean? They, they, they had a really great season. I'm uh, president of the Spencer Dinwiddie Committee. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, he's been good. Uh, made all-star, made some leaps this year. So shout-out to D'Angelo Russell and the Nets, but you know what I mean? As far as the bracket goes, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to go with the Sixers advancing in uh in, in seven games okay now that I got the bracket up so and let's also bring up who's tipping off today because I'm gonna be making updates as we go on in the NBA season before we get to the forum stage of uh, this 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 transmission, so you know what I mean. I've just been working on the business side of it. You know what I mean. Getting thing, getting my money right, getting my capital up. You know what I mean. So I can afford a second studio. So that's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, the other games today is uh, the Magic versus Raptors, the Clippers versus Golden State, and I think we got one more. Uh, yeah, that's right. We got San Antonio versus the Nuggets. So. Uh, just going, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna break down the entire playoffs and how I see things folding up. Let's start in the West. Let's start in the West. Let's start there. Warriors, Clippers. I got the Warriors, uh, taking the Clippers. They're gonna sweep the Clippers, alright? Moving right along. We got the Rockets, Jazz. I think this is gonna go, uh, seven. The Jazz are a feisty team. Or at least six. You know what I mean? Rockets and six. Um, yeah, I take Rockets and six in, in, as far as Rockets versus Jazz, but the Jazz are a feisty team. The Trailblazers, my team, the team that I was paid to log this year, I've watched every Portland home game this year. I did not miss a game. Uh, so I'm very familiar with this Portland Trailblazer team. We got CJ, CJ McCollum coming back healthy. 
Uh, they did lose Nurkic for the rest of the season. Now, in the last game that they played against the Thunder was highly competitive. Dame Lillard had about 50 points, but they, they wound up losing. And the Thunder are actually 4-0 against the Trailblazers this year. But, you know what I mean, this is playoffs, this is a different atmosphere, you know what I mean, the, the, the Trailblazers, they got swept last year in the playoffs, so I don't think they're just going to come out here and lay a dud against the Thunder and get swept. I think this this series is going seven. Um, in the $1 million bracket, actually had um, the Trailblazers advancing in seven, but for for all, uh, all, 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 all purposes for this podcast, give me the Thunder here in seven. And the next uh, to round out the first round in the West is the Nuggets Spurs. Uh, the Nuggets have been solid all year. They're going to get rid of the Spurs in about six games. And I'm only really giving the Spurs two games because they're the Spurs. You know what I mean? They got Popovich. They still got Aldridge. Give me the Nuggets in six here. Uh, we're going to go to the Eastern Conference first round. Um, Bucks versus Pistons. Bucks is the one seed. They won 60 games this year. Shout out to. The Bucks and all that. They're going to get rid of the Pistons in about six games. So, they're, I got to have them advancing. The Celtics versus the Pacers. The Celtics are going to get rid of the Pacers in six games. Already stated that the 76ers are going to take the Nets uh, to seven games, but they're going to advance. And the Raptors are going to sweep the Magic in the two versus seven uh, uh, seeds. So, I have those are, those are my first rounds. Uh, we could probably... Move right along. I don't want to get into and give you my uh, second round and all of that stuff yet, just because this is the first day of the playoffs, and I want to continue to make updates on you know what I mean, who I have advancing and all that stuff. Uh, so I think that brings us to the forum stage. How long have I been talking for? I wanted this to be a very very short broadcast. I've been talking for about 13 minutes. We're gonna keep going right into the forum side of this broadcast in the NBA League Pass podcast. So what is the forum? And I kind of, I've kind of had like short segments on previous NBA League Pass podcasts in the past, um, but the forum is when I go to the actual forum that people online discuss NBA topics, and you know I answer them for them. You know what I mean? So like I'm like the Stephen A. of, of the internet right now. That's basically the uh, or, or or the first take or the undisputed of the internet. That's what I'm finna do. I'm finna take over the national discussion on NBA on. And, and, and that's just the forum. Yeah, I won't even get dive into different theme podcasts that are under the War Report Radio Series umbrella, uh, like War Report News, like just the War Report. Um, but yeah, a lot of things to store. A lot of things to store. That's why I'm so excited to just broadcast again and just get all this stuff out. Uh, again, I'm recording this without any uh, notes and... All that, only thing I really have right now is uh, an agenda, you know what I mean, that I wrote, wrote wrote up real quick. And I'm just flowing from the top of the dome, you know what I mean, flowing straight from the survival scrolls uh, as I'm capable of doing. Now, the forum. So I'm going to just discuss some of the questions that are online that I can just clear up. So, like, is LeBron all NBA this season? So, like, that, that that's a forum topic. I, I didn't read any of the responses. Um... Let's, let's look at LeBron's season in basketball reference, you know what I mean, this year. You know what I mean? I don't know if LeBron is first team. I mean, not, he's definitely not first team, but is he All-NBA? That's the question. Now, LeBron has spent 14 years on the All-NBA team. Uh, this might be the first year at 34 
that he does not make it. You know what I mean? I had to go on basketball reference to see how many games he actually played this year out of 82. And he only played 55 games this year. Now, and with LeBron playing 55 games this year, he still was able to, you know what I mean, average 27 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. What was the shooting percentages? Let's look at the shooting percentages. Um, where's the, where the shooting percentages? He shot about 51% from the field. That's pretty good. About 33% from three. I think he was awful at the line this year. He was he was terrible from free throw line. He was only 66% from the line this year. So, it's not really about what LeBron has done or did not do. Obviously, the Lakers did not make the playoffs. Luke Walton pretty much was fired. Magic stepped down as president of basketball operations. So, there's chaos with the Lakers right now. Even though, I think, uh, had LeBron been healthy, they would have been like the three seed, four seed. Had Lonzo been healthy, the Lakers would have been fine. Uh, the question is, who who jumps over LeBron as far as first team All NBA this season? Um, and you got a lot of cats that had a better season than LeBron. You got to throw Giannis in there. You got to throw Paul George, uh, just off the top of my head. You know what I mean? That are better forwards this year or had a better season overall than LeBron. You know what I mean? Teams that are in the playoffs. Again, let's look at the playoff bracket and just look at some of the teams. Uh, you could throw Kawhi Leonard over LeBron in the All-NBA. So that's three forwards right there. Uh, Kevin Durant, that's four forwards uh, right there. Now I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm, I'm searching hard. I don't really... That's four forwards. So off the top of my head, I don't know five, five forwards that had a better season than LeBron James. Now... Obviously, there's three All NBA teams. So, if you pick, if you put, you know, what I mean, Giannis and KD on Team One, first team All NBA, cool. Then you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on the second team All NBA. Obviously, LeBron kind of holds it down just by default, almost on that third team All NBA. Um, I know you could throw in Anthony Davis as a forward slash center. Um, I mean, I wish it would come to me, you know what I mean? But I don't really see a lot of guys that, that are in that four spot. You could throw Jokic in there from the Nuggets at a center spot. But the point is, Embiid, you know what I mean? All these guys. The point is, when you look at it, you know what I mean, as far as forwards and just... Uh, I know I don't even think they do forwards. They do front court, back court as far as voting. Um, but yeah, I think LeBron sneaks in there. He played 55 games, 27, 8, and 8. Somehow, some way, I think LeBron James is still All NBA, uh, albeit third team. And that's just going off the top of the dome there. No real um, analysis there, but just to answer that question from the top of the dome. LeBron will still make an All-NBA team this year. He's third-team All-NBA. Now, the second forum question. Will Giannis get exposed these playoffs? Now, there's been a lot of discussion over who the MVP is, and I'll get to that a little later. That'll be the last question that I answer. But Giannis obviously has had a great season. Um, let's bring up his basketball reference real quick. Um... But obviously, he's had this MVP-level season 
in NBA. The team has won 60 games. Uh, he definitely is deserving of MVP. He, set, he played 72 games, averaged 27 points, 12 and a half rebounds, and six assists on 57% shooting, and about 72% um, from the line. So he had a 30% uh, player efficiency. Uh, I mean, 30.9 player efficiency rating. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff from Giannis this year. I'm not gonna lie. Definitely first team All NBA caliber player uh, this year in the NBA, and uh, he might win the MVP. Might not. Now, I've been telling people all year the stuff that Giannis actually does in games. I don't really see it working that much in the playoffs uh, because he, all he does is go to the basket. He can't really shoot threes, or he, he doesn't really have a great pull up jump shot or off the dribble jump shot yet. Uh, which I think he can add to his game next season. Uh, but he plays, he, he's almost the most physical dominant player in the game today, but he, he's nothing like Shaq. You know what I mean? When Shaq did it, when Shaq was the most physically dominant guy, he was 7'2", you know, uh, 300 pounds, you know what I mean? Just a beast in the post. Giannis is, is, is about 7 feet tall. He's 7 feet, but he's only 242 pounds. So I don't understand how... He must be really that good and that athletic, you know what I mean, to do some of the things that I've seen him do this year, uh, working for NBA. Um, and I just don't understand how teams are letting this man get to the basket. It's almost like, it's almost like Russell Westbrook, how he gets to the basket, um, how he's almost like an, un, un, he's an unmovable object. So, like, if you don't get out of his way, he's just going to go through you. And Giannis is very similar. Now, in the playoffs teams start playing better defense, you know what I mean, you know what I mean, they're going to start closing the, the, the driving lanes, I think, and they're and they're going to foul him hard, I think they should just foul Giannis hard, like, obviously he's not a bad free throw shooter, he's going to hit three out of four, but do I see him, the question is, do I, do, does he get exposed in his playoffs as not a guy that can lead uh, uh, a team to the finals, or, or as a guy who can't be the best player on the championship team? So that's really the main question here with Giannis, and I think a lot of question marks are up in the air about Giannis. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm not. I don't really believe that Giannis can get uh, this Bucks team to the finals. I just don't. I just don't see them beating the Raptors. I don't think they're better than the Raptors uh, with with Kawhi out there in a, in a Raptors uniform. Now Giannis, he's proven without a shadow of a doubt, he's the best player in the East as far as the regular season goes. Now. Is he the guy that you want in the playoffs, though, is the main question. Is Giannis the guy that's going to be the best player in the East in the playoffs? Now, that is, is, is questionable because you got Kawhi in the East now, and you got you still got Kyrie there in the East. So, like, even if the Bucks get past the Detroit Pistons, which I ex fully expect them to do, probably in five games, or they should sweep the Pistons, honestly. They really should if Giannis is this guy that we're talking about. Um, but the Celtics, if they advance, which I'm assuming that they do from the, uh, the first round matchup against the Pacers, the Celtics are going to be right there waiting for Giannis when he, when he gets there. Uh, and that's, that's not an easy matchup for the Bucks, especially in playoff time. You know what I mean? Playoffs is a little bit different than regular season. Um, you know what I mean? Every game matters. Every possession matters. Uh, teams play way harder defense. You know what I mean? They don't allow easy buckets like Giannis is getting. Giannis just gets a lot of easy buckets. And I, I don't want to downplay his season. Um, but 
just the fact that, you know what I mean, the way he gets his buckets is just like drives and just using his length and athleticism on guys and just out-athleticing and just being physical dominant, physically dominant over other people. I just don't see that really playing out in the playoffs. I definitely can see the Celtics taking the Bucks out in the second round. Just putting that out there. And if it's, if they, even if they get past the Celtics, which will probably get a seven-game series, uh, I definitely don't see the Bucks getting past the Raptors should the Raptors make it to the uh, Eastern Conference Final. So moving right along. The next forum topic. What is the ultimate what-if in NBA history? Now, you could go on for hours on this topic alone. But the top three that just shot out at me, just off the top of my dome, I wrote down, were what if Tim Duncan uh, left the Spurs in uh, about 2000 and joined the Magic when they had Tracy McGrady in Grand Hill? Uh, obviously, you know what I mean? There were reports that Duncan was going to go to the Magic, but Doc Rivers, this is so dumb on Doc Rivers' part, but Doc Rivers said that he wouldn't uh, let Duncan's family fly on the team plane or some dumb, some dumbass excuse. But, I mean, he's Tim Duncan. I mean, come on, bro. You couldn't just lie to him and just get him signed and then change the rules? I mean, seems pretty ridiculous that Doc Rivers did not want to do everything in his power to uh, sign Tim Duncan. And obviously, Tim Duncan, he retired with five rings. So, uh, yeah. What if Duncan uh, ever played with Chase McGrady on the Magic? Probably would have been some Magic teams coming out of the East. You know what I mean? Uh, who could have pictured Duncan on the Magic that year that they uh, almost took out the the Pistons as the eight seed. You know what I mean? Uh, they were up by. I think th- those were times when uh, first round series were only five games. I think. So um, yeah, the Magic were up like two zero, I think, and they wind up losing. So Duncan to the Magic is definitely one of the what ifs that I think about. Uh, two other ones were: what if Ray Allen missed that three to tie up? The uh, the game since overtime in Game Six of the NBA Finals that that year the Heat beat the Spurs, you know what I mean? It was already a two for a dollar situation um, with with Ray Allen there, so it was already a second chance bucket. So what if Ray Allen misses and LeBron loses again uh, as and doesn't get his first ring? You know what I mean with 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 the Heat? That would be crazy, or second ring rather, second ring with the Heat. Uh, that was a big what if to me. Um, and this, the third what if, and I'll just leave it at this, you know, what if Draymond doesn't get suspended in uh, game five of the NBA Finals that year, uh, that the Cavs wind up uh, coming back 3-1 and uh, defeating the Golden State Warriors. That's a big what if to me, uh, because you never know, uh, the Warriors could have won in five games had Draymond been there uh, and closed them out on their home floor. Instead, Draymond gets suspended. LeBron wins Game Five. They come back to Cleveland. They win Game Six, and then that puts a bunch of pressure on Golden State to win Game Seven. And then we all remember the chase down block, and then the Kyrie three, Bingo Bongo, game over. You know what I mean? Cavs win. The, Cavs win again. Well, Cavs win their first ring, and LeBron wins again. Um, and that, that's it for my what ifs as far as NBA history goes. And then we're going to talk about Rookie of the Year. Who was Rookie of the Year this year in the NBA? And I know a lot of people were on Trey Young. You know what I mean? He, he, he had a solid second half of the year. Um, proved that he was worthy of where he was selected at in the NBA draft. So shout out to Trey Young. I'm here in Atlanta. I got to see the Hawks play twice. I wasn't really impressed 
uh, in seeing him, he's a lot smaller than a lot of the NBA point guards that he's facing. Uh, yet, he was very, very solid in the second half of the year. So, shout out to Trey Young. But, obviously, the rookie of the year is still Luka Doncic. He played a, a much better, fuller season. He was hot when the season first started. So, that that really is the rookie of the year to me. Like, how do you start off? Like, I remember when Tyreek Evans went over Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry came on hot late in the year. I mean, Tyreek was turning heads when he first got into the league, like his first couple of games. You know what I mean? So, I think that... Um, qualifies for rookie of the year. I, I won't bring up any stats, but Doncic obviously has more rebounds, and I think he he's still leading him leading him in points. I think Trey has him on assists. So Trey Young, he did enough to really solidify that second place spot to me. But obviously he did not jump over Luka Doncic to me either. So Luka is definitely my rookie of the year this year. Um, MVP is a close race right now between Harden and, and Giannis. Um, I wouldn't be mad with either pick here. You know, Harden won it last year. Um, I think Harden deserves a lot of credit. You know what I mean? We haven't seen the type of scoring output from him since probably Michael Jordan in his second year. We're talking about 36 points per game. But um, the Rockets wind up being the fourth seed um, in the West. So, like, they could have been the second seed or the third seed. They wind up being the damn fourth seed they dropped down and the trailblazers took the damn the three spot so i mean you could give it to harden harden is definitely responsible for a lot of buckets this year and he had a lot of uh scoring outbursts and better overall performances uh single game performances than giannis but giannis he read it he led the team in points rebounds and, and assists and they won 60 games so it's a debate that'll go on for centuries of like what what defines MVP? Is it the best player on the best team that had the best season, or is it the best guy who had the best performances? I I'm gonna give it I'm gonna go with James Harden. I want him to be back to back MVP simply because he had more 40 point games, 50 point games, even 60 point games. We're talking about James Harden here, man. He had a lot of single game performances that define what an MVP should be. Now some people may not like his playing style, but whatever. That may be, uh, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, Harden had a better season as far as, like, wow performances. So, I'm going to go with James Harden for my MVP. Sixth man of the year is Lou Will, no question about that. Uh, are there any other? Yeah, I think that's it, man. I think that's it for today. I'm going to go ahead and publish this podcast. I think that the Nets should be already on TV right now versus Sixers, so I'm going to go ahead and publish this thing. Uh, probably get some food and watch the game, man. I'll be back with another NBA uh, League Pass podcast update. Uh, probably, I want to do it almost all the time or like like three times a week or every every night. I don't know. But I'm going to hop on this thing and just give my thoughts about the NBA and answer some of your forum topics. Um, this is Jared Adams from the War Report Radio Series. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at War Report Radio. Uh, tune into the uh website www.warreport.com tune into and subscribe to the podcast on itunes war report radio series i'm on instagram as well war underscore report run underscore radio this is jared adams signing out man peace